listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Coming up, it is Wellness Wednesday, where we focus on the idea of being more healthy. Dr. Mark Siegel, my special guest on this edition, and hope that you'll stay with us. All right, happy Valentine's Day to those of you that celebrate such things, and if you don't, well, then I guess Bob Humbug to you. I'm not exactly sure uh, why anybody wouldn't want to wish people well on a day like Valentine's Day, but I do hope that there's someone special in your life and that you celebrate a special bond with them today. Um, I've got a lot to uh, get to. We're going to talk with Dr. Mark Siegel today. Um, Everything from political correctness to robots taking over our health is on the slate. It's it's um, it's some of it's very scary to me. Uh, I'm glad he's here. <laughs> he can be my um, he can be my calm in the storm. You know, I've said forever that uh, the robots are going to take over. Um, but I I, I want to tie health and wellness into something that happened yesterday. There was a poll that came out yesterday that had to do with the presidential documents cases against Biden and Trump. And as you know, uh, Trump is on trial for his handling of classified documents. As you know, the special counsel just returned a final report on President Biden's handling of special classified documents. And they, even though the circumstances were identical and in some cases more egregious with the current president, um, the special counsel basically said in his report, this man's too feeble to be able to be held accountable for his actions. Now, that raises a whole bunch of questions that people have about uh, the, the nuclear arsenal and should he be keeping his <laughs> finger on the on the nuclear button and all the rest of that. I'm not going to get into that tonight because that's not that's not the purpose of what I want to examine here. I want to talk about pizza, pizza box battle. Pizza box battle is a very serious topic because today at my kids' school, they do this once a year where they have the parents come and you take the PE class with the student. Have you done this? Have you done, have you done physical education day with your, with your kid? Well, in, in my house, it just so happened that the day for the third grader and the fifth grader fell on the same day. And they fell in back-to-back time slots. So it was, you could not <laughs> take a breather. And it's funny because you see all these parents that, you know, obviously uh, none of us are as in uh, bendy shape as we were when we were third graders and fifth graders. Um, thankfully, the bride and I still do yoga and we still uh, have some degree of flexibility. And so some of the stuff wasn't all that hard. Uh, but some of it um, was not comfortable. And then they have you play these games. And in both classes today, we played pizza box battle, where you have the equivalent of something like a pizza box. And in one of the classes, they had actual empty pizza boxes that the uh, gym teacher had been able to secure. And then you have one of those noodles in the other hand. And you and you the goal is to whack the box off the hands of the people that with your noodle and you're not allowed to hold on to the box the box has to be kind of held like a waiter a maitre d bringing something to the table uh with the uh the the box either flat on your hand or on the palm or up on the fingertips but you can't you can't hold it in any fashion you can't uh, place your arm around the edge of it anything like that that's straight out not allowed end of it you just can't do that 
So we're, we, we got through the round with my fifth grader, and there was a sudden death, and it was down to, they, well, the first several rounds, they didn't play with elimination. It was just if you got knocked out, then you could rotate back in, and it was just all for fun and fun for all, you know, that kind of thing. And then they had um, a sudden death round where they were like, you got eliminated, you were out. And there's no parent that wants to get knocked out on PE day with your kid. Your kid is in the class. They want to see, they want to see their parent go to the end. And I, I ended up going all the way to the end. I think I tied with the final kid. There was some disagreement. Uh, some people said I won. I don't think I won. I think both of our boxes fell out at the same time. But I was the last parent standing, and the, and the kid that was standing was one of the athletes in the class. He did a really good job. But aside from that, um, we go to the second class, this now for my third grader, and there's a kid in the class that has become legendary in our household because my my daughter has said to her brothers and to me, her father and so forth, that uh, she has been sometimes bullied by this, by this boy, and he was in the PE class today, and so she pulls me aside and she says, Dad... I want you to. I want you to go knock his pizza box off his hand as many times as you can. And what am I going to say as a dad? This this kid's picked on her, made her cry. Um, I I think it might be because he's kind of sweet on her. I can't tell if it's a mean jealousy or if it's a or what it is. I can't I can't really tell. But long story short, uh, when the whistle blew. Dad was knocking pizza box off of little Wyatt's hand every chance he had. I think I knocked him out six times in the game. And that just brought a lot of happiness to my daughter's face. And that, for me, was worth it. Because she's been treated unfairly by this person for most of the school year. And when there, when someone endures injustice for any length of time, I think there is a healthy thing that happens. Um, I think there's a healthy thing that happens when justice does finally occur. And whether it's in the situation in Israel right now, whether it's bringing migrants to justice that beat up you know the nypd in times square whether it's you know knocking wyatt's pizza box off his hand a couple of times just because he's been mean to my daughter there is something in us that wants to see justice prevail and it's interesting that in this poll that was taken yesterday the american people say uh, and it's more than 50% of the American people that say this, and it's more than 30% of Democrats that say this, that say that Joe Biden's being treated differently in his documents cases than President Trump is. 30% of Democrats are saying that Joe Biden is receiving favorable treatment, unfair. And people are going to be looking for all kinds of explanations about what this next election means and why things happen the way they happen and so forth and so on. I don't think it's that big of a mystery. People want justice. They want fairness. It's healthy for a society to like fairness. And whether it's having two standards of a law applied to two different people based on how friendly they are to the current government or not, whether it's um, whether it's my third grade daughter being picked on by a bully, whether it's you know someone uh, excelling in sports uh, on a on a cheat or a fake call or something like that, it's, there's something inside of us that rubs wrong when that happens, and that's healthy. It should rub us wrong for there to be a double standard. It should rub us wrong for to say. Um, what happened to one didn't happen to the other under the same circumstances. And I was reminded of that this morning when my daughter came to, up to me afterwards and she goes, Dad, thank you. And she put her arms around me and gave me a big hug. <laughs> I didn't need anything else the rest of the day. That was it. All right, uh, Dr. Mark Siegel's here. Uh, and before we're done, would you abandon a friend to go to a concert of your favorite artist? That actually happened. We'll tell you the story. It's all coming up on Wellness Wednesday.
I'm Kevin Cottrell here with Dan Buttafuoco, one of our good friends of the radio station, and uh, he has been an attorney. Dan, how many years now? Forty-one years. And you recently settled your one hundred and thirty-sixth million-dollar case. That's pretty amazing. Yes, thank God, Kevin. We've been really fortunate. We've got a staff of twenty-four people, which is committed to serving the needs of the seriously injured people due to medical malpractice, product liability, or just a simple car accident. We handle it all. We've grown. We're now in fifty states. Many of these people. People are pretty seriously injured and uh, really need that money to exist and have some quality of life. Call but if you go and associates at eight hundred now heard and have them evaluate your case. That's eight hundred six six nine four eight seven eight eight hundred now hurt. But if you go and associates cares that you get the best results. They don't take the easy way or the easy money. They fight for the maximum benefit. Eight hundred now hurt. But if you go and associates eight hundred six six nine four eight seven eight eight hundred. Now hurt. Ready for a new perspective on faith? Tune into A Righteous Perspective with Pastor Safir every Thursday night at 8:45. Join Ruach Outreach Ministries as we delve beyond the process of salvation and into the lifelong journey of sanctification. To be a part of this enlightening experience, visit ruachoutreach.org. That's R U A C H outreach.org. A Righteous Perspective with Pastor Safir Thursdays at 8:45. Get ready to transform your faith with Ruach Outreach Ministries. A compelling look at current events and Bible prophecy. Understanding the times with Jan Markell. More and more, the world sees Christianity as the problem. There are attacks now on churches, on pro-life centers, which are heavily Christian. Listen Saturday mornings at 9, Saturday nights at 10. As we have turned toward immorality, we become ungovernable. Click on the banner at WMCA.com to sign up for their e-newsletter, Understanding the Times, on AM570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Download the AM570, The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, tune in iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. This is Carol Platt. Leave out for townhall.com. Special Counsel Robert Hur's report on the president's handling of classified documents last week was doubly damning. Not only did Hur conclude the president had willfully kept, mishandled, and disclosed the documents, he then refused to charge Biden on the grounds he was mentally incompetent to stand trial. Not surprisingly, the president pushed back hard. So is the president's memory fine, in which case he should be indicted? Or is his condition as dire as the special counsel reported, in which case he should step aside for the good of the country? There's an easy way to know. The special counsel should release the transcript of the president's deposition. If the Biden administration is as confident in the president's powers as they claim to be, they should demand the transcript's release. And so should we. Let's see for ourselves exactly what happened. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. This is Dennis Prager, and now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. For an hour each month, get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. I'll be answering your questions. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. To my newborn baby boy, the day you arrived was one of the happiest days of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV from that guy on the internet and insured it with Progressive. (laughs) What a deal. Just know, son, I'll always be here for you. And by here, I mean in the middle of absolutely nowhere. In my RV. Protect your baby with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting Primatine Mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. KFC's new smashed potato bowl is out here looking like an absolute snack. For just $3.49, you get crispy secret recipe fries topped with creamy mashed potatoes, cheese sauce, bacon crumbles, and even more melty cheese. If you're looking to smash your hunger, grab KFC's new smashed potato bowl for just $3.49. 
And for a little extra, add nuggets to the mix. It's finger licking good. Prices and participation may vary. Tax tip and fees extra. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, it is Wellness Wednesday. That means we talk about those things that help make our lives more well, more healthy. Uh, we want to be pursuing uh, a good, balanced life, have a lot of peace, get a lot of sleep, breathe a lot of fresh air, drink a lot of water, live longer. It's, it's not a it's not a tough uh, formula if we can just master some of these simple things. Like I was saying in the monologue, the, the, the idea of being kind one to another and kind of um, blowing our minds when we say uh, that, you know, we're, we're in this divisive era and everything's going to be divisive this year because there has there's an election. So everything's going to have to be divisive. Doesn't have to be. I don't I think that Dean Phillips story is kind of instructive, but I want to ask my first guest about that tonight. Dr. Mark Siegel is uh, part of the Fox News Medical All-Star team, and he is a regular voice here at Wellness Wednesday. Um, Doc, it's good to, to have you back. Happy New Year to you. So thankful to be able to touch base with you. I don't know if you saw the story about Dean Phillips, uh, the Minnesota congressman running for the Democratic nomination. He came in second to Biden last night in New Hampshire. But he was telling his story to some of the media outlets and he was saying you know as an exercise of just trying to be open-minded he went over to a trump rally when when he found out there was one nearby he attended part of the part of the rally he he talked with i think it was 50 or 60 voters somewhat in depth and he came away dr siegel saying his mind had been open because what the media wants to do, he says, is angertainment. I, I, th- I thought that was an interesting way of putting it, angertainment, uh, and that they and that they're kind of incentivized to keep us on edge and kind of at fisticuffs with each other all the time. And he came away going, "This is a different side of the country that we don't get to see. Nobody talks about this side of the country." He, a hardened Democrat, with a bunch of Trump supporters, and they had a really nice evening together. What's, what's your take on this? I think you're only going to agree with uh, about 70% of what I have to say on this, but here goes. I I think that Congress should stop saying different things on, on the microphone than what they say behind the scenes where they actually get along pretty well. That'd be number one, because they're actually amplifying the divisiveness because a lot of, and I would say the same thing about the media, except for one thing, being in the media, I can tell you that the media is driven by ratings and also by providing a perspective. You know, the days of straight news are probably gone, but a viewer can understand that. It's not that it's not that it's fake news or that there's tainted news. It's that there's perspective news, and, that, and that's how you have to see it. The third thing, so you're going to agree with me so far, the third thing is, of course, to project kindness and acceptance And I'll give you a very powerful example of that, Kevin. In the middle of the pandemic, I did an interview with Heidi Larson from the UK, and she's the lead of the Vaccine Confidence Project for the WHO. And I've been a big critic of the WHO. And so I like like to do comfortable interviews like you do. So I went in there and I said to her, I bet you think there's a lot of misinformation going on regarding COVID. She replied, I don't believe in the word misinformation. And I was really taken aback. I said, what do you mean, Heidi? She said, because patients come in and they're vulnerable and they're fearful and they don't know what the right answer is necessarily. And they don't want to be labeled anything. They want you to, to address their concerns. And I think that that was very powerful and profound that I've been quoting that for years. So uh, you, you gotta, you gotta treat people with respect and you've gotta hear their concerns and what's making them worried. And then you have to reply with kindness and compassion and not divisiveness and, and you know, like you know. But here's the final piece of this that you may not agree with. I think we've gotten far afield from accepting experts. And everybody wants to have an opinion. Now, that worked in the United States for many, for hundreds of years. But it's getting ridiculous now to the point where everybody wants an opinion on everything. I mean, people labeling others as mis- and disinformation may not be experts themselves. How come somebody became a vaccine expert overnight? Or, conversely, how did somebody become an anti-vaccine expert? I have to tell you, luckily for me and my audience, I've been studying vaccines for 15 years. Right. It didn't just happen with COVID. 
Well, and that's why we appreciate your voice. But I've, I've always, Doc, I got to tell you, one of the things I've always appreciated about you is that no matter what question I ask you, I know you're going to tell me honestly what you think. And you'll even pepper it by what, like what you just did and say, I think there's a piece of this you may disagree with, but here's what I think anyway. I think that kind of simple strategy of saying, of kind of softening the blow and saying, hey, there may be things we disagree upon, but if you're really asking me, this is what I believe and I'm willing to, you know, engage you in this conversation. I just had an experience with one of my own children in, in our own school district just this week where he came home in tears because he believed something and he believes it emotionally and strongly and the Kids that were sitting in the row in front of him in band class disagreed with him and, you know, put him down for his beliefs and said that there was not a, that, you know, that he's, he's not a good person because, uh, you know, he, he believes the way he does. And, and I've, I, I took him aside and I said, Jonathan, you know that dad does this all the time, but if somebody asks your opinion of something, one of the things that you can do first is first say, Hey, do you really want to know my honest opinion about this? Because we may disagree. And if we disagree, I don't want that to, to hurt our, our relationship or our ability to work together or whatever else. And just the simple idea of honest communication doesn't have to lead to division. And, and breaking things apart. In fact, I think it can strengthen friendships even amongst people who disagree because there's an element that is involved in it called respect. And we respect the people that we interact with. And that, I think, is what Dean Phillips uh, encountered in uh, New Hampshire last night. And I think that that's crucial. And I'll, I'll say one thing about Donald Trump. I mean, I'm not going to wade into this, you know, po the politics of this, but when you're in his presence, he tries to make you feel comfortable. I think that that's very, very true. I was at the White House in 2020 interviewing him, and he invited the entire crew in to sit to sit on the couch in front of the Resolute desk. He doesn't. He does. He, he comes across in person as a very charming and 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 empathetic individual. You know, I, I'm not talking about the podium messaging right, right. whether anyone's voting for him or not. You know, indictments. None of, none of that stuff. Uh, he comes across in an extremely charismatic and caring manner in person. And I can vouch for that. Well, and I think that um, if we just had more of that, I think the thing that blew Dean Phillips' mind was, wow, here we are completely separate on the issues, but we had like this a whole evening of interaction between Trump supporters and he as a candidate on the other side, and they walked away with uh, just a better understanding of themselves as human beings. We're speaking with Dr. Mark Siegel, who, of course, you see on the Fox News Channel. He is their uh, their top mind when it comes to their uh, medical stuff. And when we come back, Doc, I want to delve into a couple of things that you've been talking more about lately. I am befuddled by this story of a medical center who is uh, that is refusing uh, the right to... Um, treat patients uh, based on what they call a violation of their code of conduct what, what is what is becoming of medicine in this day if this is what it uh, devolves into we'll get dr mark siegel's take on that and then a little bit later on uh, ai i i've always been afraid i think that the robots are going to kill us all i say that on the show all the time but are they actually going to help us all we will maybe maybe this will be a night where kevin's fears are laid a little bit uh we'll we'll find out more with dr mark siegel stay right here with us you're listening to kevin mccullough i've got a special report just for you from my friends at swiss america and it's free go to swissamerica.com backslash that kevin show to get it now imagine yourself being a young girl let's say 10 years of age when raiders come into your village, kill your parents, and march you off into a place you've never been before, they've done this and repeatedly raped you, sexually assaulted you, traded you with other people, and then told you that the rest of your life would be served as a slave to a slave master to do his bidding in whatever way he demands it. That's the true life story of South Sudanese women who were taken as prizes of war during the Sudanese Civil War. And they are the slaves we have been bringing home the last several years. And today, one needs your help right now. $250 brings this young girl home. 
800-222-5909 to call now. That's 800-222-5909 or go to WMCA.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Get ready. This week, Staples has deals so good, you're going to want to sit down. Are you sitting? I'll wait. Great. Right now, during Staples Sit-A-Thon, you can save up to $180 on select chairs. That's up to $180 off desk chairs, up to $180 off computer chairs, and up to $180 off gaming chairs. So hurry into Staples now for the Staples Sit-A-Thon and grab a seat or two. Ends 3-2. In-store only. See associate for details. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. This is where for an hour each month, PragerTopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Welcome back. It's Wellness Wednesday. And Kevin McCullough and Dr. Mark Siegel um, enjoying a, a time of, uh, I don't know, I always feel like I'm, I'm sitting at your footstool learning from you, Doc, whenever you're here. So thank you for uh, letting me be your student at least uh, every now and then. Um, you posted a story and you talked about it on the news channel. Um, and it's, I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around this, but recently a medical center had threatened to refuse patients who violated a code of conduct. Um, what happened and what was your reaction to it when you heard about it? I was stunned too, because I, I, I think it revealed something, uh, that was more nuanced. There was a big debate, and it has been a big debate for a long time, Kevin, about whether doctors have to adhere to a certain code of behavior. I've kind of balked at that idea because we tend to be a little unruly if we're in the trenches, if we're operating. I'm not, I'm not a surgeon, but imagine being in a 10-hour operation and also feeling that there's a code of conduct superimposed on you. I mean, uh, look, most doctors behave within an accepted 
norm. They're not cursing. They're not, you know, lashing out. But I have, I have always had compassion for those who do because it's such a stressful field. And I also think that as doctors, we learn to treat people the same because we start with body organs. We start with everyone being the same other than I always like to say we find out when we study female anatomy. It's actually superior, by the way. But, <laughs> but, you know, clearly we didn't, we didn't demarcate skin color when we were in medical school and studying cadavers. And maybe we need lessons on that. Maybe we don't. That's debatable. But the idea of extending that woke philosophy to patients is scary beyond belief because patients are in pain. They're vulnerable. They're in a gown that ties at the back. I mean, they're not, they're not uh, under control. We are. And so I don't want to be in a position of evaluating them. I can't even imagine a hospital turning away someone because they didn't like their tone of voice or their body language or what they perceived to be put down. No, by the way, a patient shouldn't be able to say, get me a different doctor. I don't like the, the color of that one's skin. No, they shouldn't be able to do that. But nor should they be dismissed for any kind of comment they make or cursing they do. I don't want patients under that kind of scrutiny. Now, the hospital then responded back to Fox and said, well, we're really talking about pretended violence here. That is not what they were talking about. But in that case, of course, I agree with that. You don't want anyone threatening your staff in a physical way ever. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, to what degree does a lack of a code of conduct uh, get a pass if the person that is behaving poorly, uh, you know, crosses the line and goes into a a personal uh, violent uh, attack? Although, I guess... Maybe a hospital is as good of any other place for someone like that to be if you can control him and get him into a straitjacket and help him calm down. I mean, there's there's at least some knowledge of... of, That's what you have security people for. I've taken taken care of people in handcuffs. In the Bellevue ER, I've taken care of murderers next to their... I mean, attempted murderers next to their victims. We take care of both. We take care of all comers. I mean, I talked to Israel about this. At the beginning, post October seventh, right. they said, "Look, if you think we only take care of Jews here, it's not true. We take care of terrorists in this hospital, also. The medical profession is trained to take care of all comers, and we must. We can't turn them away." Well, and in the in the view of first, do no harm. I mean, that's that's as old as the Hippocratic oath itself. There's no question about that, and I like the oath of Maimonides, which. That says look for look in a, look for a in a patient look for a fellow creature in pain implying we're all going to be patients and and that's where that is such a calling because we're all going to be in that that condition so it's a privilege to be able to take care of others in need of yeah no I I couldn't agree more um, so so the hospital responded back and they said no this was just about somebody who was violent so did they just deny that they had uh, implied anything other than that how did the story end. Well, I didn't, I'm not the one who sent them that question. That was that came from our people. I don't know what question they were asked or whether they were denying it, but they but they clearly have a policy that 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 has to do with a code of behavior. Now, other hospitals might list you as a disruptive patient in your chart if you threaten people or are you're perceived to be disruptive. But that's not the same thing as denying care. That's a that's a thing of that's a thing where you're you're alerting other people. Uh, healthcare providers that there might be an issue here, be, you know, be a little concerned. The person might last out at you. Not denying care. It's the it's the part about going to the point of denying care that bothers me. Yeah, no, I think that that uh, makes a lot of sense, and uh, I'm I'm hopeful and and very optimistic that we won't come to that situation uh, on a mass level in terms of our uh, medical practice here in the states. Talk about that with Dr. Mark Siegel when we continue. Stay here. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There is a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month, level rate for 10 years. 
or a man age 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, a faith-based company, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-275-8525. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-275-8525. Remember, 800-275-8525. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting exam required to qualify. Term Busters, a faith-based company. 800-275-8525. 800-275-8525. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, the MyPillow 2.0, and more. But some great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent and still provide that cushiony, soft wonderfulness that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price, $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code WMCA. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That's MyPillow.com or 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Listen to The Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570 The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. With us, a very special guest, Michael E. McMahon, the district attorney from Staten Island. Many law enforcement officials have been sounding alarm about the new criminal justice laws that will go into effect. Can you discuss your major concerns in the areas of discovery and bail reform? Sure. If someone burgles a house on Monday night and it would be released the next day, could do it again on Tuesday night to another home and it could be found in his or her pocket a picture of my home playing for Thursday night the judge has to let that person go because burglary is not a violent crime so what the legislature did is it tied the hands of judges excuse me for a second I'm going to be sick New York State is open for criminals it's reaching out with Gregory Floyd Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM the mission WMCA Live, in concert, one night only, Carrie Job and Cody Carnes at Carnegie Hall, Sunday evening, February 25th at 7, with True North Symphony Orchestra and Worship Choir. Tickets are on sale now at carnegiehall.org. Don't miss this historic night of worship, February 25th at Carnegie Hall with Carrie Job and Cody Carnes performing their greatest worship songs like Forever, I Am Not Alone, The Blessing, and many more. Join Carrie Job and Cody Carnes Sunday evening, February 25th at 7. Get your tickets before they sell out at carnegiehall.org. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Everywhere I go, oh, oh, I change it up, oh, oh, always on my own, I'm still New York. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you uh, with us. Uh, Dr. Mark Siegel, one of my favorites from the Fox News Medical All-Star team, is back with us here in 2024. And recently, Dr. Siegel, you sat down with bioethicist Arthur Kaplan, who's a professor professor of medical ethics at uh, New York Langone. You have a relationship with that establishment as well, about the role of artificial intelligence in medical education and beyond. Um, I, I just just for context, I used to do a regular tech segment on my show as well, and I would always tell my tech guys 
that I was scared to death of AI because I'm I'm assuming that the robots will become sentient and uh, kill us all at one point someday. Um, they assured me that my fears were needed to be allayed. And uh, as we started to talk about technology and medicine, I did run across a story where IBM's Watson at one point uh, began a medical residency in the University of North Carolina hospital system. And after uh, a period of time diagnosing uh patients uh, that the Watson system, which they didn't use as a primary diagnosis system, but they used it as kind of a a confirmation or a secondary opinion, uh, was actually getting, by a small percentage, the diagnoses more accurate than the medical doctors and did quite well. Um, So I'm very curious about this topic and your conversation with Dr. Kaplan. Well, you know, uh, my t- my conversation with Art was referring back to a conversation I'd had on the previous show with Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who uh, is, does many things, actually. He's a former FDA commissioner, and he, was, he had written in the Journal of the American Medical Association about the steps that are involved with approving AI products for healthcare, and that was relevant to my discussion with Kaplan, too, because what Gottlieb was saying was it, you can't waltz in with a large language model like chat GPT and take over the whole system. The FDA is resistant to that, but the FDA is much quicker to approve the co-pilot where, where AI is a co-pilot, like with radiological programs or cardiology programs. You know, I've been studying lately, uh, remote access to rhythm, uh, like, you know, better than the Apple watch where something actually monitors your heart rate. If we think you could have an arrhythmia and AI is monitoring that. So I am very comfortable with AI as a co-pilot. The question is, what do you do with ChatGPT? Especially if it says, if somebody says it can be used in psychiatry, and that was the point that Kaplan was making. Like, it doesn't have real empathy. Uh, it may sound like it does, but a computer does not care about you. Right. So there's, it's never going to be exclusionary. Doctors always are going to have a role here. Uh, again, AI is for expediency. It's for efficiency. It's for improved diagnostic capability. It's for outreach to underserved areas. It's never to replace the doctor. What what are the best areas of strength that you think AI will be most adapted in um, most aggressively in in the days to come? I'm thinking in in some of the diagnosis and and you mentioned radiology, being able to see things and understand things on, on a more like mathematical and kind of science basis, not one where. Uh, discernment is required or nuance is required, but something that can be, that can find maybe something that's smaller than what the human eye could or, or whatever else. Are there areas where it naturally lends itself to being, uh, you know, uh, much more helpful than what we've had? Well, yes, and uh, and you've mentioned some of them. Radiology, like the program Civil for Mass General Hospital that can diagnose lung cancer before it's even, even a nodule, and of course the radiologists should be happy about that. They're not that defensive about that. Cardiology is another one, um, and one that we didn't talk about yet, and I've been hearing a lot about, uh, uh, dermatology also, where you could uh, recognize lesions of the skin. If a dermatologist isn't defensive, they'll use that information to help them. Side, but one that I haven't talked enough about uh, in the media yet, but have talked about uh, before, is the issue of intraoperative monitoring. That's the future of that, like ongoing monitoring, maybe to help out an anesthesiologist. Mm. Um, I was talking about that with our chair of neurosurgery at NYU, really a, a big place for it. And again, I don't like the idea of AI recording conversations between doctor and patient. Uh, you could argue that, that that makes record keeping easier, but it makes me nervous. I don't have a problem with my patients going on the internet and going to chat CPT and looking up symptoms, just as I don't have a problem when they Google things. But the real issue is, are they going to believe me over chat GPT? That's <laughs> kind of the other, the other point that, uh, that Art was nervous about, you know, and, and, and we have to figure that part out. Well, I think the reason he's nervous about it is because he, he's probably seen patients like me who, um, Doc, you can probably uh, see this. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, I get a little something that I'm not sure what it is, and I, I go look up 
you know, something on the internet. And the next thing I know, I'm freaking out because I, I'm afraid I've got, you know, some rare disease that's only been spotted in 2% of the population because of some vague description that I find on a, on a, a, you know, a medical website somewhere. When I really, what I really need to do is just understand, um, what my symptoms are and communicate them to someone like you who I trust and, and can give me that diagnosis, uh, more accurately. But the, the, um, the abundance of information, particularly about you know all the and it's almost as though there's no there's no ability to really sort through it like if you see a list of symptoms and you think you have all of them you assume that that that's what you have uh it's dangerous to have that information kind of unfiltered with no understanding or nuance added to it right there's no doubt about that and that that is what the human element is we're not going to get that kind of sophistication out of a computer uh, although we may get diagnostic accuracy and we may get, uh, you know, insurance approvals and, and we may get uh, screening abilities, which is what I'm getting at, useful for screening. The nuance and the clinical judgment, that's human. Yeah. Well, and I, I hope that, um, you know, my anxiety can be set aside. <laughs> By just well, you're gonna have a computer saying to you, Kevin. You're gonna have a computer saying to you, uh, Mister uh, McCullough. You are suffering from acute anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and we think that it's uh, you know a foreshadowing of these four other uh, you know uh, symptoms and diseases that you might have, um, Doctor Mark Siegel. We always appreciate uh, your time and everything that you're doing. Is there anything you're writing, working on right now that you can just give our, my people a little uh, preview on, or are you just 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 doing the news channel and, and daily practice day to day? I'm working on a few different things. I did a piece on health, and uh, that's coming out uh, because we covered that on Fox the other day, and that's very important. How do we get to a longer health span? Um, Dr. Mark Siegel, always appreciate your time. Thanks for being here. Great to be with you, Kevin. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. This is Dennis Prager, and now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. For an hour each month, get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. I'll be answering your questions. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Not available in all states. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of, of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Are you encouraged by the message of WMCA? Then follow us on Instagram for more inspiration. Just search AM570 The Mission and start following us. Before you know it, our scripture verses and inspirational quotes will become a source of refuge as you scroll. AM570 The Mission. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough glad to be with you for the final few minutes um i i just need to end on a story that i think i started with a story that i think is a good example of uh, a healthy society 
you know, where Dean Phillips uh, interacted with Donald Trump supporters this week and came away with this, like, incredibly warm sensation of hospitality and kindness and all that. That's good. We want we want to applaud as much of that going any direction. If it had been a Trump supporter going over to the Dean Phillips rally and they found the same thing, that's that's great. That's the kind of healthy interaction we want to suggest uh, in in our society. Here's, here's an example of something that, that we don't want to do. <laughs> um, a bridesmaid revealed during a live radio show on Monday that she will be skipping her best friend's wedding in order to attend a Taylor Swift concert in Melbourne, Australia. The Australian radio show called The Fox 101.9 with Fifi, Feb, and Nick. It's just Australian funny names, I guess. Um, the The woman, Olivia, revealed she would be missing the bride, Jessica's wedding, because Taylor Swift's concert in Melbourne, she called the show to break the news to the bride. So not only did she had she told her friend, her best friend, I'm going to be in your wedding, uh, and the, your wedding is the most like important day of your life, and as your best friend, I want to be part of it. She would probably have been offended if she had not been invited to be part of it. Let's just put it that way. So now she's saying uh, not only is she not going to be there, she doesn't even have the guts to tell her to her face or to call her personally. She calls a radio show to announce that she's not going. She told the host that the bride had been complaining about Swift ruining her wedding for weeks. And then she called the show. She said, I haven't told you that I got tickets for the Saturday, and this was done before Christmas. The bridesmaid also bridesmaid also hoped to figure out a way to attend the wedding during the day and leave early for the concert. Uh, is this a prank? <laughs> the bride asks, are you joking? And she said that uh, then she felt really bad and explained how much she loved Swift. Okay, I've, I've kind of seen this firsthand. I, I know that the Swifties... They're very radical about being Swifties. They love the Swifties. She said, you've known this since before December, and it's three weeks until my wedding, and you're just now telling me, said the bride. How are you going to come to my wedding and then go to Taylor Swift and come back? The bride pressed further and asked how that would even be possible. The bridesmaid teared up and said she sounded like such a bad friend. She said, I've been anxious about it. I know how much this wedding means to you, and I've been there through every step of the way. And when we're trying on the bridesmaid's dresses, I was going to tell you. <laughs> she, she went through the bridesmaid. Oh, man, you talk about um, a crummy way to go about it. So if Dean Phillips going to see the Trump supporters in their rally was a healthy thing to do, and I contend that it was, this is about as unhealthy a way as possible that you could handle uh, your bridesmaid situation with your supposed best friend who you'd already said you were going to be in the wedding for and then you're dropping the bomb when you've known for weeks and she's just supposed to be okay with it i don't think that's very healthy do do, do the hard thing say the hard truth <laughs> okay that's my take on it kevin mccullough glad to have had you with us we'll see you next time